0: Hey everybody, welcome in to Simply Financial with Kevin
1: Ray from Insight Folios. He's a financial coach serving you here in the Tri-City area with his office in Penconny and Saginaw, and I'm back on the show with Kevin after quite the hiatus. I'm filling in for Walter this week as he's out on vacation, and Kevin, hi buddy, how's
2: it going? How you doing? I'm doing uh, good, Mark. It's been a long time, like you said, but do you know what Walter's doing today? What is he doing today? He's going to actually fly fish. He's listened to me enough that he's going to give it a whirl. Is he giving it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So he was asking. He's all excited. So, you know, you know his trouble with water Water is he seems uh, to fall in all the time. So he's I'll be very, Yes. He's very clumsy around the water. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. He's dropped cameras and many numbers of things into the water. So, yeah, he, you know, he didn't tell me that. So I'll have to no. give him a hard time on that. Nathan, uh, who's a mutual friend of ours as well, uh, Kevin, has been trying to get me to do it. So. Maybe, oh, maybe maybe I'll there have you to. Go. Yeah. You have
2: to join the group. You know everybody. So.
1: I know everybody in the group, so I should come yeah. join it. Yeah, it should be fun. So, well, we so, listen. We got a good show lined up. Let's uh, let's talk. I'm glad to be on here with you. So let me give out some information. I gave out the the gist, but I forgot the number. So triple eight, eight 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 five plan. That's how you get a hold of Kevin if you want to get yourself on the calendar, come in for a consultation and a conversation about your retirement journey. Eight eight eight. 885-PLAN. That's triple eight 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 five seven five two six to talk with Kevin again about your retirement journey or lack thereof. Maybe you haven't put a plan together at all. You need to get started or you'd like to just get a second opinion on the one you got in place. Kevin, let's talk about the Social Security announcing the big old whopping 5.9 COLA adjustment. First time in
2: 40 years that's been that big Thoughts on that? Well, it's it's big for a reason because they adjust it with what the cost of inflation, right?
1: If that's not the indicator that inflation's more real than they kind of let on, right?
2: Yeah, that's that's the big indicator, isn't yeah, it? You know, because yeah. we all know we go to the grocery store, we see it. We go right, to the right. They don't pump, want to admit it. it.
1: Yeah, they're no. on TV saying no, no, no. No, it's, not it's, bad.
2: it's it's the richest problem, not you know, not everyday man's problem. But as we know, yeah, it's affecting all of us because you know, I was in the grocery store the other day, Mark, and uh-huh. in, um, in Myers here, and. They said that there's two limits, you know, for toilet paper again oh, uh, that you can get. And the shelves are pretty pretty low, and I'm thinking, here we go again. Here so, we go. Then inflation is kicking up. And then, you know, so Social Security, if you are getting Social Security, they're predicting about, you know, 6% growth. Mm-hmm. But we know that when they do that, what else comes along, Mark?
1: Medicare is going to go up. Medicare is going to go I up. I think it's going to be so. $10 is what I read. It was going to be $10 for the average yeah. person on to their uh, 148, I think, to 158, something like that.
2: Yeah. So if you're not on Medicare, you you're not that 65. You're going to see a nice little bounce, but does it actually keep up the cost of inflation? That's what it is designed to do. And what I'm seeing in the grocery stores, you know, it's it's quite uh, it's quite pricey to go in there compared to say a couple of years ago. Heck so. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Gas, lumber, milk, whatever, right? Yep. Use your Got wallet. Lumber. it'll yeah. tell you. You know, yep. that's for sure. So we'll see how that plays out for people. But I know my mom was very excited about it. She's joked for years. She always cracks me up, and she says that she's gotten tired of uh, Social Security's diet cola. When are they going to give her a real cola? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, "This year, I'm getting a good cola." So I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, no more diet for you." Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to our main topic this uh, first half of the show here, Kevin, or first part of the. Show anyway and talk about a little game we've got for you called identify the lie two truths and mm-hmm. a lie okay okay so i'm going to give you the, uh, the topic uh, as well as some sentences here and you tell us which one is false i feel like when i say two truths i feel like joe pesci and uh, my cousin Vinny. i want to say you know two youths <laughs> yeah. yeah two uh, Utes. The two youths <laughs> the two truths but uh, anyway let's talk about this one uh, inflation so here you go Topic is inflation. Stocks typically do a good job of outpacing inflation over time. Gold typically maintains its value relative to inflation over time. Or bonds typically thrive in an inflationary environment. Which one's
2: the lie? Ooh, well, let's start with the stocks because um, we're talking about inflation here. So stocks typically do do a good job of outpacing inflation over time. And that's the key, right? Long-term investing. We talk about it every week. So if we look at it that way, it does. But when inflation creeps up, you know, that may, you know, stocks may take a dip because everything's getting more costly. But what happens when the cost of uh, goods rise for, uh, uh, let's say, General Motors? Who do they pass that on to?
1: Uh, That would be us. That would be us.
2: That's right. So gold, there's an old saying about gold. Do you know what that is? Uh, No. If you go back into the 1800s, one ounce of gold would buy you a fine tailored suit nice so what does one ounce of gold buy you today uh a nickel a fine tailored suit right (laughs) (laughs) so it does kind of keep there but bonds that's you know bonds you know they typically do not thrive in inflationary environments and the reason is this when inflation goes up do you remember during the carter years mark uh i was like 10 yeah 10 well i was i wasn't much older but i remember you know, gas going from fifty cents a gallon to a dollar. I remember in fact I just pulled out my old savings account book. We were mm-hmm. going through my safety other day. Oh wow, really. And I was earning six and a half percent on a savings account. Nice. So interest rates go up typically in an inflation environment. So remember, bonds work just the opposite as interest rates. Yeah, they're a seesaw. Interest rates go up. Yep, they're yep. A seesaw. Interest rates go up, bonds go down. Now there are inflation protected bonds out there that work a little bit different but for the majority of the bonds you're typically going to see when inflation creeps up they're not going to do as well as the other things that we just had talked about so i think if you're looking for something that i think that's one i'd point out
1: okay so that one's the one that's false then the bonds right okay all right uh let's talk about interest rates since you just brought that up with the whole six percent now you're getting you know 0.2 you know or whatever (laughs) If you had a savings account, if you're that lucky, lucky. Uh, let's talk about interest rates. Here you go. Here's your uh, here's your categories or here's your pieces. Rising interest rates will hurt borrowers. Rising interest rates will hurt savers or rising interest rates will hurt lenders. Which one's the lie? Which one do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with the savers. Why do you why do you think that? Because, well, we just mentioned it. You're getting 0.2 percent at the bank, you know, maybe. So if it goes up, it's going to. Oh, no, I got that backwards, don't I? It's mm-hmm. going to hurt borrowers.
2: It's going to hurt borrowers,
1: Yeah.
2: Because right? if you're going to borrow money, it's going to cost you more more, more in interest to borrow the money. That's right. We're borrowing now
1: for like your mortgage is 3%. That's fantastic.
2: Versus yeah, like 12. 12, like it used to be, you know, way back when, or eight or even six or five. Yeah. You know, so when, you, when interest rates rise, and let's say you're building a new home, you're going to pay a higher interest rate than you are, say, today at three or three and a half or whatever today's rates are. Mm-hmm. So when interest rates rise... It's going to help savers in the standpoint that you're going to earn, you know, higher interest on your investments like a CD at the bank. So when yeah. I when I started thirty years ago, thirty one years ago now, I can remember fixed, just regular fixed index annuities were paying seven and eight percent. That's because interest rates are higher. CDs were doing the same. Um, so the, those typically are going to help you as far as interest rates. So a lot of seniors when they retired, or a lot of retirees when they retired, were living off the interest because it was a good interest rate. You can't do that today because interest rates are so low. So it will hurt buyers or borrowers, excuse me, I'm going down the road because the cost is just going to, you know, over, the, over your loan period of uh, or the period of your loan is just going to cost you more interest.
1: Yeah. And see, I talk about this stuff on the regular folks and I got it wrong, right? Walking (laughs) into that. So it's easy sometimes, which is why we do the show every week. You know, it's why you and Walter talk. It's easy to sometimes get tripped up in this stuff because there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things going on. So it's always good to make sure that you're having conversations with your advisor. And if you don't have one, reach out to Kevin and have a chat at Simply here on Simply Financial at 888-885-PLAN. That's how you reach out to him. 888-885-PLANS number call to talk with Kevin at Insight Folios. You can find them online at InsightFolios.com That's Folios with an F. InsightFolios.com We'll play some more of Two Truths and a Lie on the other side.
0: What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. That's what we thought. Back here for more of Simply
1: Financial with Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Okay, so we were talking two truths and a lie in our first segment. Let's go through a couple more. Uh, emergency fund, Kevin. Here's the uh, Here's the spots for you. Your emergency fund should be safe from loss. Your emergency fund should be growing.
2: Your emergency fund should be liquid. Which one's the lie? Well, that one's easy one. So you know, shouldn't be growing that much because the emergency fund is what? It's there for emergency, so you're gonna have it sitting in the bank typically. And if you need that money, you're gonna go down there so you want it liquid. Yeah. So if you're investing your emergency or emergency fund excuse me for growing you're going to take some risk and that's not what that emergency fund is there for it's there for if you need a new house you need a major car repair a new house a roof on roof house. on a house right yeah. yeah not a new house Yeah, <laughs> that's a heck I mean, of an emergency fund yeah, Kevin. <laughs> um, that's right a major car repair or a furnace now that we're getting colder here in michigan you know i called the uh the heating people, I'll just do a checkup on my uh, furnace, and uh-huh. they put me out two weeks because everybody turned the furnace on, and it seems like nobody's furnace is working. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that always so that, the case? Yeah. Yeah. So that shouldn't be growing. It should be there. It should be pretty stagnant as far as today's rates, and it should be readily available, and you don't want to have loss in there because it's there for the emergency.
1: Yeah, and it's frustrating because wow. people have these, you know, they're like, man, I'd like to you know, make a little something here, but it's the environment that we're in right now. So you really, exactly. that's that bucket. That's the safe bucket. Get to it now bucket. That's why you have other buckets that are going to, hopefully that's where you're going to get your growth from someplace else. Right? So you've got these different kind of buckets, if you will, uh, doing different things at different times.
2: So yeah, make sure that bucket's full before you go into the other bucket. There you go. You have to rely on
1: that. You got to rely on that joker. Uh, all right. Market crashes, market crash right after you retire. Kevin is less problematic then if you were in your 80s and experienced a market crash, a market crash is lar- largely irrelevant for someone who's young and just started. A market crash can be a great opportunity for investors. Which one's the lie? Which one do you think, Mark? I'm going to go with the top one and say that a crash right after you retire is less problematic than when you're in your 80s. I
2: would think it'd be problematic regardless. It is problematic regardless. Um, because if it's a big market crash, I mean, let's, let's look back to the pandemic. Was that a great opportunity when you look back on it?
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, you, it if was. you could hand, if you were good and you were in a good spot and you didn't panic and sell out for those two months, you know, there was a good opportunity
2: to actually buy at a lower price. Exactly. For my first time in thirty-one years, when the pandemic hit, people were calling, wanting to invest. They weren't afraid. So that's telling you the you know the overall census out there. People are changing the way they think. But a market crash right after you retire. Is a market crash after you retire? That's scary. Sure. And the reason is because if you're relying on growth for your income, and that growth disappears by thirty or forty percent, and you're still taking out income out of that, you could run out of money. That's the that's where the problem is. So your investments have to be in such a spot that with the market does, you know, have a major pullback, that it doesn't affect your income. And there are certain investments we talk about it every week here, like dividends or interest or those types of things that primarily aren't affected by a market crash. So make sure you solve for your income needs. So if the, because the market crash is gonna come many, many times in the next you know, 10, 20, 30 years. I don't know when, but I know they're coming. They always do and we always recover but you have to have your income needs solved for so when that happens it doesn't cause you to panic and sell at the wrong time because we all know what emotions do. Yeah. They they you know, we want to make smart financial decisions and how do we do that? Well, we solve for our income needs and then we let the market do its thing cuz this is a long-term investment.
1: Yeah, I guess if we were really breaking that first one down even further, Kevin, you could say it's definitely problematic when you first retire because you've hopefully got another 20 years or so of retirement coming and you're losing some ability to compound and so on and so forth. If it happens when you're 80, it's still going to be scary, obviously, because you're 80 and you can't go back to work. But maybe it's not as problematic long term because your long term is shorter. But either way, it's still bad.
2: It is. And then, you know, if you're in your 80s and you have a long term care issue, that could be a real problem. Then bottom, it could right? be a real hang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so your health, as we get in our 80s, our health. You know, it's not as good as it was in our 60s. So, yeah, there's all kinds of things that grow along with
1: that. And because of the other two, obviously, it is kind of irrelevant for someone who just started saving. If you're 25 and a market crash happens, you got lots of time (laughs) to recover.
2: No worries there because you're a long-term investor.
1: And a crash, as we just mentioned, is a great opportunity to buy in at a cheaper price, so to invest at a lower price. Buy low sell
2: high now think of this if you know when the, when the pandemic hit mark mm-hmm. stocks were on sale by say 30 percent in whatever your employer was matching you know, that was a great opportunity there for the people who took advantage of it.
1: Absolutely. So yeah. if you did not do so or you have some questions, reach out to Kevin. Get on the calendar for that complimentary review of your situation. No cost, no obligation. So no reason not to reach out and get started with Kevin at Insight Folios here on Simply Financial. 888-885-PLANS, the number to call to get started, 888-885-7526 to talk with Kevin. He's got more than three decades of experience helping people get to and through retirement. So reach out, get started, stick around. There's more to come after this. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray.
0: No need to make things hard on yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Back here for more of Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, financial
1: coach at Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 885 7526 That's how you get yourself onto the calendar for a review of your retirement situation, your retirement journey. Uh, I'm Mark Killian sitting in with Kevin this week because Walter is on vacation and probably tripping into the lake as we talked about earlier. (laughs) But hopefully he's having a good time and enjoying himself. And
2: I got to tell you, Mark, it's fun to catch up with you, though.
1: Yeah, it is. I've missed talking with you. So it's nice to chat with you. Been uh, been doing well, I hope. And things have been going great at the
2: office. Yep. Things have been going really good. So. Yeah.
1: How's your stress? Been handling stress pretty good? Because it's been a
2: stressful 21. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, I have been. You know, my, my dad has this mantra, and I kind of adopted it. Okay. You know, why, why worry about it? Because whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway. That's right. So you know, it's kind of been my mantra. So.
1: Uh, Dad's, Dad's on the right track. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I brought up stress because we're going to talk about that, Kevin. We're going to talk about some financial stress. Uh, psychologists have determined that the retirement is the tenth most stressful event you can experience in your life. Ten. I oh, what do you think about that. You think that's a a good number for it? I think it is a good number. Yeah. Yep. Having uh, what what do we got? Uh, death of a spouse, obviously higher. Yep. Divorce. Going to jail was on the list. That'd be a tough one, wouldn't <laughs> it? That'd be, it? Stressful That'd be really one. stressful Yeah, one, yes. uh, You know, raising kids can be stressful, right? All those kinds of things. Grandkids. So, yeah. Grandkids, very true. Yeah. Well, I guess the grandkids are probably
2: less stressful. You well know, some some grandparents are raising Well so. that's yep. well that's a great point.
1: So yep. let's look at some pro uh, some financial stuff and how ways how to proactively deal with stress in retirement. So I'll give you kind of just the broad category Kevin maybe you give us some bullet points some things sure. that you think uh you know people might, you know, not think about it since you do this all the time. Understanding the significant lifestyle changes that
2: come with retirement,
1: what are some things that, um, maybe some positives that you don't have to deal with anymore once you get to retirement?
2: Well, those are, the first one that comes to mind is you no longer have to go in and hit that time clock, right?
1: That's right. You're an so auto the, worker, right? You're, you're, no longer you're an po- auto
2: worker, Or you know, in our, in our country, you know, in my part of the neck of the woods, there's a lot of, you know, um, auto workers and consumers and Dow and those type of people that we talk to. Uh-huh. And that's the first thing, you know, um, give you an example. My dad retired from General Motors. The first thing he did is took his watch off. You know why? Hmm. He said time doesn't matter He didn't anymore. have to be anywhere. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he said no more meetings, no more driving people down to Flint where he was doing at the end of his things, no oh, okay. more deadlines, uh-huh. you know, no more projects that he had to take care of. And if you're in sales, this is the big one. You know, my friend, my buddy Bruce, I think you know him too, his son, is talking about the sales calls. You know, he just uh-huh. dreads the sales calls from here on out. And then my, my uh, I can't think, now my sister-in-law, yeah, there you go, uh, she works in automotive, and she's getting ready to retire. And the one thing that she said is no more work-related travel. She goes to Mexico, she goes to Germany a whole lot, and she says, I'll be glad to be done with that. The next time I travel, I just want to, you know, travel. travel for me. Yep, yeah, <laughs> nice. exactly. Exactly. Like and it. then if you, have a, if you work with a big company, Mark, what do you think about the situations that are going to be different, you know, as far as your coworkers, right? Yeah, especially in today's
1: environment, I can't imagine, you know, I'm pretty blessed with what we do for a living and what I do and, and talking, but I'm by myself a lot, you know. I'm in a yep. studio booth by myself a lot, so there's not a lot of drama, you know, chatting with, you know, or, or getting into heated conversations about politics or anything like that.
2: Yeah. So that, you know, I was in the uh, tire station the other day, and Mm -hmm. then there's a sign that says, if you're Democrat or Republican, I don't care, take it outside.
1: That's right. You're here to buy tires. he don't
2: want to be stressed out either. Exactly. You're here to buy tires. So all these things sound great to get rid of, but what has to happen, Mark, when you retire? You have to fill that time with something, right? There comes the stress. Sort of,
1: right? Like, in a way, like, you're getting rid of stress, but you're also adding this layer. Because how many times, Kevin, do we hear retirees say,
2: man i got all this time like what am i gonna do exactly so you have to have purpose so before you retire we always talk about this in my office you have to have purpose what are you going to do after you retire i'll give you a good example i have an uncle who was uh divorced and he retired from general motors and he went to work at a golf course cutting lawns do you know why because he just get
1: him out of the house
2: well on tuesdays and thursdays that was a women's league Oh. So he had a plan behind there, right? Okay, he was <laughs> and, uh, using it as a
1: way to meet the ladies. Yeah,
2: that's and it worked for him. So I, mean, I, like I thought it. he was a genius. At I the think time, he's so. a genius too. <laughs> so, but you have to find purpose. You have to yeah. fill that, yeah. you know, because when when you retire, your paycheck stops. And hopefully you've got a paycheck coming in. That's where the planning comes in. Exactly. And then hopefully you have purpose. So you have to have purpose. You know, you want to you want to enjoy the second half of your life, which is going to be retirement.
1: Well, we all know, right, that if we just sit on the front porch and whittle, then we're going to whittle away to nothing. Now, if that's what you've been dreaming of, then there's nothing wrong with that. But that's your purpose, right? Right. So right. you got to have something to uh, embrace into retirement, retire to something not just from something. So that's one place for financial stress. Uh, Embrace the opportunities, Kevin, to face these new challenges. Kind of like we said, because on the flip side of that uh, retiree at first may be saying, what do I do to fill the time? They might come back a year later and go, how did I ever work? I'm so busy now, you know, that I I just like I can't get everything done in retirement because they're embracing challenges, which I think is great.
2: It is great. And that's we have people retire all the time our clients of ours and when they come in you know they have this eight to five or whatever schedule they have but when they come back in we usually have them come back in the three to four months after they retire just to make sure everything's going according to what they what they want and you know what their biggest complaint is just what you said mark i don't have enough time i got all these things i'm busier now than when i was working yeah exactly because it's funny how it switches isn't it it is and they're looking for new challenges, and that's exactly what comes along, you know. Um, I have another, uh, one, one of my uh, clients here, he retired, his name's Mark. He painted the church, he painted his house, he painted his daughter's house. Turns out he likes painting. And uh, so that, that filled his schedule up for a year. And now he's thinking about doing it part-time just because uh, he enjoys it. And that's the new challenge that he's looking at. So there's always going to be a new challenge coming down the road. You just have to figure out what it is that suits you.
1: Exactly.
2: And that can be
1: a challenge in and of itself. And, you know, oddly enough, working with an advisor, you, people think it's always about the X's and O's, Kevin, but it's not. You know, having, especially when you build a relationship with a, a company and a firm and a person like yourself, because it's easy to call up and, and be chatting with someone and, and talking about, hey, I'm thinking about buying, I don't know, an RV, let's say. And you're going through the X's and O's. And then through that conversation, you're like, Let's say the fly fishing thing, right? You get into a conversation about fly fishing, and next thing you know, someone's trying a new challenge, like fly fishing. Yes. So, you know,
2: you don't get that from a robo-advisor. No, no. you know, the 1-800-NO-HELP. You're not going to get that there, you know, <laughs> so, because uh, that's just not what they're set up to do. Exactly. And like I said, you know, we have to be, you know, a good advisor has to be sort of a counselor, too. You know, we exactly. have, we have uh, can I do this, or what do you suggest on that? You know, we, we need to look down that avenue for them also.
1: I think that's a fantastic way of looking at it. So keep our options open, Kevin. That's really what we're talking about, right? Retirement, just like look, any other stage, we can watch all the commercials we want to, Kevin. But it's not going to be a perfect dream because we're human. Life is not a perfect dream, right? You're just like any phase of life. You're going to have good days and bad days. So just keep your options open because it's going to hopefully be nice, but it's always not going to be a perfect, you know, dream.
2: Exactly. You know, we've had a couple of clients, not many one comes to mind you know they moved to arizona because they thought that's just a great a great place to be okay and the first thing they missed they come from michigan mark mm-hmm. and they went to arizona what do you think was the first thing they missed
1: uh, you know oddly enough i'm gonna say they probably wind up missing the snow the green the green okay The green
2: yep that's what they said they missed seeing green trees green lawns green well
1: that is true it is pretty brown out there this that yeah
2: and then they missed the rain and then oddly enough after a couple of years they miss the snow i was gonna say i figured it's a couple of years for snow (laughs) yeah Yeah. and uh so things you know keep your options open a lot of people will do the what the vrbo now or the airbnb because you know that gives you an opportunity maybe you rent a couple of months here and see if you like it and then if you don't you can move on to the next one you're not you're not locked down to that so my clients seem to be doing that more often to see if they really like a particular spot or particular you know region that they're going to spend the winters in in our case right and if you change directions you change directions that's what retirement's all about you have to keep happy you have to find that purpose and you want to be happy i don't know if you want to call it your golden years but i call it the second half of your life and the second half of your life is just as important as the first part of your life so that purpose comes back into play and finding your purpose, being in a, in a spot that you want to retire and it comes a long way and making you happy and fulfilling those retirement dreams that you always had.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and if you're a business owner or something like that and you, and you step away from it or you sell it or you give it to the kids or whatever, you know, maybe now you're, you're kind of bored and you're looking to do something else. So maybe a nonprofit or volunteering or, you know, something like that could be a way to fill that time and, you know, change or even starting, I've talked to many retirees who are like, I've always wanted to start my own little thing thing and so they wind up you know maybe they've been really good with their hands they start a woodworking business or you know something like that nothing they're not trying to like make, make it rich right it's just occupying the time Exactly. and if
2: they make a few bucks great yep. you know so well we had our annual um i'll give you a kind of an insight our annual insight uh folios meeting okay last week they were down in north carolina at paul's office mm-hmm. and paul brought in one of his clients and he just retired and. and his job, the client that came in, is to let us advisors ask him, "What are you looking for? What are we missing the mark on? Are we are we asking the wrong questions? Are we going in the wrong direction?" And he gives us a boatload of stuff to think about. And what we come out was he retired from IBM after 30-some years, was forced to retire, but now he's a consultant. And he does it for people that he likes. And that's why he came into Paul's office and did that. And didn't charge anything. He just wants to keep busy. Nice. So that's keeping his options open. And his wife came, and his wife was trying to, you know, consult him on to taking on a small little business part-time just to keep him busy. So keep your options open. They're always going to change.
1: I think that's fantastic. And I think another place, Kevin is to keep our sense of perspective and I'll bring it up this way. My mother is 80 and my mother-in-law is 67 and my mother-in-law that's 67, she's in pretty bad shape. A lot of ways, uh, Not only mentally, but also physically, she's got probably early onset dementia and things of that nature. Uh, And my mom is actually in really, really overall pretty good health for 80 years old. But she's always like looking at things half empty kind of thing, right? So Mm -hmm. I try to keep you know keep your perspective because. I mean, there's many, many, many boomers who will never even actually get to retirement. You know, they they get there or they pass away ahead of time. So you
2: got to keep some perspective. Exactly. You know, there there is no tomorrow, right? None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. And this, you know, this retirement. Do you remember Mark? Like you say, your 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 mom, your your mom, right? Is yep. eighty years old? Yeah, she's eighty. So probably her parents took care of her parents at some point in time because there wasn't retirement back then.
1: Well, or they passed away.
2: Yeah. or they passed away. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't unusual. For you know, you grow up in a household, you move out of your parents' house, and then the parents end up moving in your house as they get older because they need some help. Mm -hmm. So this retirement is hasn't been around all that all that long. So there is no tomorrow. You gotta keep your perspective, you gotta keep going forward, you have to enjoy the days that the good Lord gives us. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. So, you know, if it's just another stage of life and you know, none of us are getting out of this alive. We all know that. So enjoy it, keep your perspective, keep your options open, all those things we've been talking about, because that's comes the purpose in your life. And finding purpose will help you with that perspective also.
1: Exactly. And so to handle and manage all of this stuff, especially, and it's much easier to manage a lot of stress, let's be honest, you know, money can't buy us happiness. Money can't buy you love, as the Beatles said. But if you work with a good advisor and you have the those X's and O's taken care of, it can certainly help reduce the stress. Money can't buy happiness, but maybe it can lease it
2: right <laughs> well the, yeah, it, it can certainly lease it i think um but who was i listening to the other day the quote oh it was denzel washington uh-huh. i was listening to him uh, one of his speeches and he says hey, you've never seen the U-haw behind a hearst that's right, right? yep so you can't no take it track. with you yeah no bring strike but so when the planning process comes in let's solve for your income needs because that's what most people are afraid of is stress, I'm gonna run out of money, that's their number one fear, we hear it over and over and over. So if that stress is part of your retirement plan, or that's part of your, you know, your overall stress going into retirement, well then you need to do one thing, you need to solve your income needs, and that's what we do here every day, that's what I love to do, that's what I specialize in, let's create an income that'll get you to and through re- retirement, because you don't need unadded stress, or added stress, excuse me, going into retirement. How do you do that? Well, there's certain investments we talk about it, but it starts with a good financial plan we're going to saw what's called your shortfall. Your shortfall is, let's say you need $4,000 a month of income. You have 1000 coming in from pension and maybe 2000 coming in from Social Security. That's $3,000. you are short $1,000 a month. How are you going to take what you saved up until this point in your 401ks, your IRAs, your savings? How are you going to turn that into an income to make up that shortfall? And not only that, keep up with inflation, so we need to increase your income every year. And that's what the stress level, we can help people when they come in. We can reduce that stress level. We can give them the confidence because we can show them how we're generating that income, how we're filling that shortfall, and the plan. We call it simplicity tree for a reason. We want to keep it simple. We want to keep the people engaged. We want to keep them knowing what's going on in their particular plan. And it's easy as that. It doesn't get any easier. The hardest part for people, Mark, is to pick up the phone or to give us a call or to walk in the office and start that process. Once they start that process, it's fairly easy. So if that's you, you're sitting on the sidelines, it's easy as starting to plan, figure out your shortfall. Let's figure out your shortfall. Let's figure out how we fund that shortfall for the rest of your retirement and if there's anything left over, let's make sure we pass it down to your your heirs in the most tax-advantaged way that we can. And it starts with you. Don't procrastinate. We know that doesn't work. Pick up the phone. Give us a call if that's you, and I'd be happy. Sit down and talk with you one-on-one and, and get you going through that process.
1: Yeah, people often have trouble asking for help, but then once they do and they get going, they have that kind of sigh of, oh, this is much easier and better. So get started with the Simplicity process at 888 8885 Plan. triple eight 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 five plan. That's a lot. That's a mouthful of eights. Triple eight 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 five seven five two six is how you make that happen here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray at Insight Folios. Or you could stop by the website insightfolios.com. But just pick up the phone, give them a jingle. Stick around. There's more to come right after this. Triple eight 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 five plan.
0: What's that old naval acronym? Keep it simple, stupid. That's the one. Keep listening to Simply Financial. Discover a simpler approach to investing.
1: Cruising down the home stretch this week here on the program. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, 888. 885-PLAN, your number to call to get yourself on the calendar for that review of your retirement situation with financial coach at Insight Folios, Kevin Ray, serving you here in the Tri-City area. I'm your guest host this week, Mark Killian, hanging out with Kevin, chatting about all things retirement, investing, finance, all that good kind of stuff. We've had some good conversations today, and we're going to finish it off with some delayed gratification because, Kevin, our society has not gotten very good at waiting on things. Uh, humans in general, I guess, we're we're not real patient sometimes, and so <laughs> delaying uh, our gratification till later is not something we often excel at.
2: Well, it isn't. It's like that Burger King commercial. Remember that? Get it your way, ready. Right That's away. right. Yeah. 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 So,
1: I mean, hey, it's a fast food world in a lot of ways, right? You know, everything you need is at the, you know, you know, lickety split. You know, cell phones and smartphones. If you want something, you can, you know, you see something you want, you can go to Amazon order it right then. So, it's it's a tough skill to master, right? To kind of say, okay, let me let me pause, let me wait on this because it might be better if I wait, not something we do a great job at. So financially speaking, there are some places where maybe, again, maybe, every situation is different, right, Kevin? So maybe it's more beneficial to wait. So let's talk about that and see if satisfaction now or satisfaction later could be on the horizon. Uh, let's start with a kind of an odd but simple one that we actually see more times than than people maybe realize. And that's... Uh, We kind of use it, we kind of look at 50, Kevin, as like the kickoff. I've been saying for a while now that I view 50 as the unofficial kickoff to retirement. Now, I know you're not retired, but that's when we start to get really serious in our head. Like, oh, maybe we should do something about this, right? You turn 50, I turned 50 about a month ago, and you start thinking more about planning for retirement, kind of like Memorial Day is the unofficial kickoff to summer. It's not actually summer but we kind of treat it as such, right? Same kind of thing with 50. So if you're thinking, hey, I'm 50, I'm making the most money I've ever had made or whatever the case is, and I want to pay for some things or I want to pay some things off or do some things and you feel like the budget's tight, it could be tempting, Kevin, to not put as much into your company 401k or your retirement plan that you're getting from work as you should, right? And and that could be a big mistake
2: because you at least want to get the match, right? Well, the match is free money, right? I mean, you're silly not to. Yeah. You know, we have people come in occasionally and they're not contributing to their 401k. Sometimes it's a good reason because they don't like the 401k. There's not much diversification in there and they don't get any match. But if you're getting a match, it's silly not to take advantage of that because that's a heck of a return on your money. It's free money. Yeah. And and I tell everybody, you know, the one, one fella came in here and he was griping because they were only going to match up to $1,500 of what he put in, in there. I said, well, geez, if you walk down the street and you seen $15, $100 bills, would you pick them up? <laughs> and he said, well, of course I would. I said, well, you're not picking them up. They're well, right yeah, in front of you. Yeah, right, I like they're, that. They're right, they're right in front of you. So, you know, it's it's easy to do that. You know, you want to pay off some bills and then you slack off on your 401k match. But you know what a habit is, uh, Mark. Once yeah. you start doing that, what yeah. happens? Uh, it just becomes the norm. It becomes the norm and it's hard to get back it's into hard to that break 401k. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I get it sometimes, but most of the times my advice is to keep in that 401k match. Let's look at other avenues maybe that we can cut back on and see how that works better than, you know, cutting back in your 401k.
1: And even if you think about it from the standpoint where I mentioned 50, Kevin. Just do the minimum to get the match because you're also then not only losing the free money but you're losing the ability to, for that to compound. Let's say over the 15 years before you retire, if you just say 65 was or 67, right, was retirement. That's 17 years worth of compounding. That's, that's nothing huge. to sneeze at.
2: No, that's huge. And yeah, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've been hearing it for other. But uh, Einstein's eighth greatest wonder of the world was compound interest. You know, so I, I've. I've yet oh yeah. To f- I've yet to confirm that but I've heard it a million times. I've
1: heard so. it a ton of times as well and it is yep. one of those things that, you know, truly is uh, beneficial. I, I try to educate my daughter on that all the time. She's doing really well in the Navy. She's 24. She's just making bank, and I'm like, "Girl, just be smart with it and let it compound, and you'll be exactly. set pretty in 20 years." Whenever you, she wants the life. You know, she wants to do the life or thing in the Navy. So she's she's uh she Good signed sure. away 10 years of her life already to it. So I'm like, hey, you know, uh, she's gonna be signed up till she's 34, and so then she can make that next decision. And I'm like, you could be in great shape. So. Take advantage. So, yeah, take advantage of that. That's one place delayed gratification can be a benefit down the way. Social Security is the next one, Kevin. 62, always the age old conversation. You know, one of these days people are going to maybe, maybe they're going to change it to 65. Who knows? We'll see, you know, to get rid of the early thing. But basically, do you start it early or do you start it late? Delaying that gratification and starting the money later could be pretty advantageous, but there's some things to consider.
2: Well, there is. There's a lot of variable there, isn't there? So, Mark, tell me how long you're going to live and I'll tell you exactly <laughs> when the best time is to take you, your Social Security. You can
1: right? retro make me a fantastic plan if I, I could, could tell you that,
2: right? Okay. But some planning prospects here. So, you don't take your Social Security at 62 and maybe delay it to 67 or 70. Mm-hmm. So, your income, where, where would your income come from? Well, we're going to take it from whatever you saved. Right. Right, and we're going. You know, we're we're going to spend some of that and let your Social Security benefit grow. Now, if you live a long time, that probably is a good strategy. But let me give you. I wrote an article here not too long ago for our website. Okay, and let me kind of give you the synopsis of it. Since you don't know how long you're actually going to end up living, nobody does. If you claim benefits at sixty two, it may work in your financial benefit. And here's the here's the reason. Say you're entitled to fifteen hundred dollars a month at your full retirement age at sixty seven. So if you're born 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67. If you file at age 62, then the benefit's going to go to 1050. Now, remember, if you wait to 67, it's 1500. If you do it at 62, it's 1050. Okay. What age do you think you'll break even at if you took it at 62 versus 67?
1: And, and that's usually the case, right? Is figuring right. out that break even point. Right. Is it, is it
2: 75? 78 and a half. 78 and a half. Okay. So, in other words, if you live, you know, 77 you would be better off taking it at 62. If you live 80, you're better off taking it at 67.
1: But none of us know, Kevin. So how do we figure it Like, how do we make the right choice? Well,
2: that's, that's where the planning process comes in, right? We're going to sit down. We're going to run it both ways for you. And it depends on your health and, you know, your longevity and your family and all those types of things. But we can run a simplicity report saying, look, if we take it at 62, we take it at 67, we take it at 70, what does it do to your retirement number? Mm -hmm. And that's the first way, you know, it's going to give us a clear direction of which way is better, but your health, we don't know that health. So it's it's kind of some, you know, benefits if we do it this way versus that way, but it all hinges on how long you're going to live. So nobody knows. Yeah. So it's kind of a, you know, a, a coin toss in some respect. And when you look at it that way. So 62, if you're here, it's a sure thing. You may not make it to 67, who knows? But if you have longevity in your family, 67 is probably the better route, especially if you you have good genes and because you're gonna live a longer time. But your quality of life too. If we're gonna wait till 78 and a half, your quality of life is probably going to be a lot better. You're going to be a lot more active up to 70 and a half than you are after 70 and a half. So a lot of variables you got to look at. So making that smart move is awful hard sometimes, but we can do it mathematically and tell you which way is the best way. But from health perspective, that's a, that's a different situation.
1: And you know, Kevin, that's just one wrinkle of thinking about the delayed gratification of waiting till later to turn it on. If you're married, that's another whole set of strategy because you might want to have the one person who's making more money. They, you might want them to wait so that they, you can yep. raise that level up. Maybe if you're both going into retirement closer to the same age, maybe one turns it on early and one turns it on later. Uh, there's a myriad of strategies to put in place when you're talking about dealing with Social Security.
2: There is. And then you have, how do you figure it out? Well, you have to plan. You have to put it in your plan. It's not unusual for somebody to come to my office, Mark, and we have three, or four plans doing exactly what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. You take it at sixty seven. One spouse delays, one spouse takes it. We do that all the time. And that's how you know, that's the beginning of starting to make a smart financial decision on this. It'll at least get you pointed in the right direction, and give you the options that are available to you and then you end up or you end up making that decision with your advisor going forward.
1: Exactly. So
2: if you need some help
1: making those decisions and talking through some of these things, get that simplicity process put in place for yourself. If you've already got a retirement plan, there's nothing wrong with getting a second opinion on the plan you might have, or maybe you don't have one at all. So reach out to Kevin here on Simply Financial. Give him a jingle. Come down, sit down in the office, have a chat or do the virtual thing. I'm sure Kevin's doing that too as well. So reach out, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 888- to get started today, or go to the website insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Either way, just reach out to Kevin Ray and get started with your retirement journey today. Kevin, thanks for hanging out with me and letting me be on the show this week. I appreciate
2: it. I know. No, it was fun catching up with you. We'll, we'll have to kick Walter off here and there and continue doing it. Exactly.
1: Once in a while, take a vacation, dude. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have yourself a great week, folks. Enjoy yourself as well. Uh, and we will see you next time here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Again, financial coach from Insight Folios right here in the Tri-City area, 888 885